You are listening to To The Top Talk with Jamie Arrington. Thank you, Jamesy. And Jason Bailey. Bump is uh, pretty good. But the reality is... They don't know, man! I've been looking forward to To The Top Talk. You know, I have that with myself every night. Every day, anything we do is Southern Miss To The Top. What's going on? What's happening? How you guys doing? Welcome to To The Top Talk with Jamie Arrington and Jason Bailey. I'm Jamie Arrington. Jason has the week off. We're here with your break from all of the High Resource 5 propaganda to talk about the University of Southern Mississippi Golden Eagles. Some recording now on October the 14th, which is a Wednesday. This past weekend's game against the FAU Owls was canceled due to COVID, so we did not get to play the game last week. Shout out to all the listeners who listened to that episode after that news came out. (laughs) But the news came out this week at their press conference. So FAU had 18 players and non-staff members who tested positive for COVID-19 last week. So that was the reason that we did not play. Understandably so. And I don't know what's going on in Florida, but it looks like the Florida Gators are having some issues now, too. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. But FAU and Southern Miss didn't get to play last week. Some other teams got to play. We get I got to watch our opponent this week, the UTEP Miners, in action to get a little bit of a feel for what they're going to be about. But in regards to FAU and USM, this is a, according to OwlAccess.com. FAU and USM are looking at December the 12th as a possible makeup date. So FAU has had several games canceled this year due to COVID, whether it was their fault or the other, you know, not getting into whose fault it was, but they had to cancel some games. They had already have a makeup game at Georgia Southern on December the 5th. And Conference USA, they're reporting that Conference USA is likely to move the day to the championship game back to December 19th. Um, I honestly would not be surprised if that happened. It honestly would not surprise me if they had to move it back even further. I don't think that we're at the end of these games getting mixed and moved around. Hopefully it's the end of that for Southern Miss, but at this point it's going to be really tough, tough for all these teams to pull that off. You have both teams healthy enough to play games. It's uh, it's going to be really wild to see how that comes to fruition. But our head coach, Scotty Walden, so they didn't get to play, so they had practice. And then on Saturday, the team went to an escape room. They put a video up and some pictures, you know, kind of showing what they were going to do. It was a great team-building exercise. And one thing that caught my eye with Scotty last week, so Scotty Walden, the interim head coach here at Southern Miss, via Twitter tweeted this, For each win this football season, the Walden family is excited to announce a $500 donation to the Southern Miss Athletic Foundation. Which I think that is incredible. That's not, I mean, $500 in the grand, in the big bucket of things, the grand scheme of things, not a whole heck of a lot. I'm not sure how much Scotty's making right now as the interim head coach. I'm not sure if he got a bump up in pay or what, but that's a, that's, that's still a, a tremendous gesture. And, uh, I mean, gosh, if he wins out, that's a, that's a nice little chunk of change. But to me, it shows leadership above all else. I don't know whether or not Scotty's going to have, be the head coach when this season's over, but, uh, he, he's really, I think done an excellent job of uh, staying engaged and and showing some excellent leadership qualities that will definitely bode well for him in the future, whether he's here or not. So let's talk a little bit about the game this that's coming up this weekend. I'm flying solo here, so we'll you know we'll see how this goes. 
It feels like the old uh, Hub City Comedy Studio days when I was flying solo back in the day over at the, the Super Talk with Matt White and all that good stuff. So uh, I can't just like bring something up and then just let Jason ramble for five ten minutes. I gotta I gotta step my game up here. Um, you know, in regards to the game this weekend, so Southern Miss is taking on the UTEP Miners. This is in El Paso, the University of Texas El Paso. I'm sure they love being called that. Um, <laughs> the game is this Saturday. That is October the 17th, 2020 at 6.30 p.m. This game is going to be broadcast on ESPN2. If you recall, I believe it was on, maybe it was on last week's episode where we talked about the game being uh, picked up by ESPN2. It was going to be on the ESPN uh, Plus, which would be on the ESPN app. But now it's on ESPN2, so we will have another game uh, in front of a nationally televised audience, which I think is awesome. So uh, hopefully we can hopefully we can show up and show out. As of right now, as of this recording, we are a five and a half point favorite, which is interesting given how the season has gone. And I believe that uh, we opened, you know, somewhere close to that. Uh, or actually, I've seen the line move a little bit. I guess is what I'm trying to say. It was down a little bit, and now it's right back up. So there are some people betting on this game that have confidence that we will uh, will be victorious. I think it's going to be a tough outing for both teams. I really – it would not shock me either way uh, as far as a victory goes. As far as all time, Southern Miss leads the series eight games to four, and we have won the last five games. So let's see. That's 2019, 2018, 2017, 2016, 2014. So 2013, last time they beat us, which makes sense since we only won one game that year. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Southern Miss taking on the UTEP Miners this weekend. Still some questions regarding injuries and, and COVID in regards to the Southern Miss players. You know, um, Tim Jones, they did say in the press conference the other day that he was day-to-day. So there, there is a possibility that Tim Jones could be back this week, which could, which could be an amazing shot in the arm for this offense. Bryce Foxworth, the guard who got banged up a little bit in the last game, he's day to day as well. Not sure of his status. They're talking like Trace, you know, there's some chatter that Trace Clopton might be back soon. I don't know. That's a really quick turnaround for an emergency appendectomy. So we'll have to just wait and see how that goes. Also, not sure of the status of uh, Kevin Perkins. Um, Don Ragsdale, Santra Latham, and uh, Swayze Bozeman. So, you know, it may be these may be things we find out once the game gets here. Uh, I'm a little worried about our depth, particularly on defense, because this UTEP team is a team that likes to establish the run. These these this is they like to establish a run and stop the run. So I think we're gonna have to man up up front, and I worry a little bit given the the recent attrition. And, you know, the guys who, who might be, who were out last game, who could be out again this game. Or back in a limited capacity due to their ability, you know, not, not being able to practice. So it's going to be really interesting to see how that plays out. But, yeah, the UTEP Miners, they like to run the ball. Um, they've got a, uh, you know, their offense still hasn't been bad passing. So let's look at points per game. So points per game, Southern missed 29 points a game. UTEP is only averaging 18.4. Now, if you look at the last uh, the games that they've played this season, so UTEP, the first game they beat Stephen F. Austin 24-14. Then they got blown out by the Texas Longhorns 59-3. to 
They came back and beat Abilene Christian 17-3. They came back after that, beat ULM 31-6. And then this past weekend, they they fell to Louisiana Tech 21-17. So, as you can see, they haven't had the toughest schedule thus far, with Texas obviously being their most difficult opponent. And then, you know, you have Louisiana Tech, a team that we um, barely lost to uh, right there at the end of the game. And that was a really close, low-scoring game as well. Um, so points per game, like I said, we had 29. They had 18 point, or averaging 18.4. We're averaging giving up 40 points per game. They're averaging giving up uh, 22.6. So if you take out that game against Texas, their opponents, although it's Stephen F. Austin, Abilene Christian, have uh, scored 14, 13, 6, and then Louisiana Tech has scored 21. So it's kind of hard to gauge how we'll match up in that regards, simply because they haven't taken on the toughest comp of competition. Uh, but at the same time, they've progressively, it looks like they've progressively got better um, as time goes on. So we'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Total yards per game. We're averaging 402 yards per game. They're averaging 333.6 yards passing. We're averaging 278 through the air. They are averaging 221. And their, and their wide receiver cowing is, uh, you know, as of right now, he's ranked as one of the top yardage receivers in the country. Now, they have played five games, so that makes makes sense. You know, they play more games than the teams. But he's, let's see, he's got 440 yards receiving on the year for with, with 29 receptions. So that's, that's pretty solid. Yards allowed. We're giving up 489.8 yards per game. They're only giving up 326 yards per game. Passing yards per game allowed. Uh... We are averaging 265.5. They are averaging 224.6. Then rushing yards allowed, we're giving up 220, an average of 224.3 yards per game. They're only giving up an average of 101.4 yards per game. So as you can see, uh, they've done a pretty good job with their run defense. And, you know, we did a much better job running the ball last game. So it'll be interesting to see how this plays out, how we match up how our running back depth holds up, how our depth up front holds up. It seems like the, the trenches is where this game is going to be settled, as it does in most games. The over-under in this game is 55, which that's kind of interesting because you it, it kind of seems like, I don't know, I kind of would think it'd be more than that, but I guess if UTEP has done better on defense, they had a lot of JUCO guys. So I guess if they're better on defense, then maybe that's pretty fair. I don't know, but still, I mean, if we're 5 and a half point favorite that's basically a what 32 to 27 score i don't know i'm not good with math but that sounds about right 32 27 if you're having about a five and a five and a five and a half point spread i mean i guess that's fair we'll see what happens <laughs> some other southern miss football related news this week so it was announced that southern miss would be adding a couple of analysts to the football staff as we had a couple of guys uh, move up once coaching was kind of switched around. You know, Peanut Bolden got promoted to wide receivers coach. So on offense, Scott Heismuth, who was a former Bellhaven and East Texas Baptist coach, he coached with Scotty when Scotty was at East, East Texas Baptist and took over for Scotty when Scotty came here, if I'm not mistaken. He will be the offensive analyst. And then on defense, the defensive analyst is former Cincinnati head coach Rick Minter. If you remember Rick Minter from back in the day in the old Conference USA games, we used to slug him and Bauer slugged it out 
Cincinnati had a that's one thing I remember I guess from his time was the Cincinnati mascot. Cincinnati had a cool mascot that Bearcat. He his mouth would move. He had a little pump that went into his hand and he would squeeze it and it would look like he was eating. It was it was a great dude too. But uh <laughs> go off of my own tangents today. Rick Mender is going to be a defensive analyst, so another set of eyes with some experience there that can can hopefully help us solve some of the issues we've had we have have had on defense this year. I mean, we know that we we have some deficiencies as far as the amount of players on defense right now. We lost a lot of experience due to transfers as well as injuries. So I mean, it's going to be a challenge the rest of this season. Uh, but you know, you want to see improvement. Hopefully, he can add another set of eyes there. To, to help with the defense. Saw this tweet before I started recording. This was from Patrick McGee of the Sun-Herald. The November 27th game, Southern Miss versus UAB, has been moved from 2.30 p.m. on November 27th to 11.30 a.m. This game will be broadcast on the CBS Sports Network. Thank God that it is an away game that is getting moved to 11.30 a.m. That game, November 27th, that is Black Friday. That's the day after Thanksgiving, so you have an opportunity. Hopefully everybody gets off work. Or most of you do. If not, maybe you can put a little earpiece in, listen to it uh, on the radio, or you know, pull the game up on your however you watch TV. I don't know. I don't think CBS Sports has an app. I think you'd have to pull up something else. I guess I can pull up my direct TV. But I, I should be watching it on TV. I don't think it's going to be that big of a, an issue. <laughs> we got a new commitment this week, an offensive lineman from East Central Community College, uh, Jackie Graham. I don't know. You know, it's an interesting time for recruiting because you don't know if these coaches are going to be here or not. You don't know if the uh, if your offer is still going to stand, if there's a new regime that comes in. Um, but he seems pretty set on wanting to be a Golden Eagle. So uh, hopefully it works out for both, both parties here. Hopefully he doesn't get left hanging and hopefully, uh, you know, it's a tough time to recruit to Southern Miss. Just the, all the uncertainty right now. I've heard a lot of rumors. You know, you hear a lot of chatter about who's going to be the next head coach and whose names are in the mix. And it's really quiet for the most part because, you know, most of the like, because, well, A, because Scotty's the coach right now. You don't want to distract from that. Scotty's going to be a candidate once uh, the season ends, obviously. Um, and then a lot of the other candidates have jobs other places. Some of them are head coaching jobs, so they don't want to mess up the chemistry with their current team. Um, you know, you've heard chatter about Will Hall, you know, the guy from Tulane, and, and we've talked about Hugh Freeze on here. Um, Kevin Johns from Memphis. There's there's a lot of names that, that get tossed around. But been hearing a lot of chatter this week about Austin Davis. You know, Austin Davis, the former Southern Miss quarterback, currently the quarterback's coach at Seattle for the Seattle Seahawks. So, you know, Austin, the pedigree, uh, very bright guy, very successful guy here. You know, went on to become an NFL quarterback. Probably affiliated with one of the best, at least the best two teams in the in the NFL right now. Um, the Seahawks are really, really showing out this year, and and I guess the player he coaches, Russell Westbrook, is having an MP, MVP esque season. If he if you're gonna pick an MVP today, it would probably be him. So the knocks on Austin, obviously, you know, no no coordinating experience, no no experience calling plays, as well as no college coaching experience and the ties that go along with that and the recruiting and whatnot. Obviously Austin knows a lot of people. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see if he's in the mix or not, but I've heard a lot of chatter about him this week and uh, just wanted to make you guys aware of that. 
I would love to see Austin come back to the to the Hattiesburg and be involved in some capacity. And if he's the right guy, God bless him, man. You know, I'm sure I know everybody here would be behind him. But uh, yeah, just just an interesting name to throw out there and banter about uh, with the scuttlebutt going on this week. In NFL news, uh, former Southern Miss wide receiver Quez Watkins was activated to the active roster from the. Uh, Injured reserve. I don't. I don't know if he saw action this past week. I don't. He didn't have any stats, but he was active. He was, uh, you know, called up from the uh, injured reserve. So, with all of the offensive woes they've had up there, and all of the injuries they've had up there, and players out, you would hope that he would get an opportunity sooner rather than later. Uh, they've had some issues up front. I had Carson Wentz as my fantasy quarterback for the first couple of weeks, and I mean, he's he's running for his life. Until they until they ran into the 49ers, who were also pretty banged up, uh, they were having a pretty rough season. I guess other Southern Miss football-related information. You know, we've mentioned the 11 Brothers series on here. That's a viral uh, video series that the athletic – well, I guess the football program is putting out. You can find it on YouTube. You can find it on Instagram, kind of like a little reality show. The announcer kind of has like a – it kind of a hard knocks thing going. Um, but the episode last week that chronicled the week where, that led into the victory over North Texas was excellent. It was it was really good to see these guys having fun. It was really good to see these guys finally get that monkey off their back and get a victory. I mean, you know, I know North Texas was undermanned. We're undermanned. And we went out there and, and got the victory. It was awesome for Scotty. I mean, really, just a one of the best things you you see you'll see on Southern Miss football thus far this season has been that episode. So if you haven't seen that yet, go check it out. I, I shared it on our social media outlets, but that's uh, this past week's episode of Eleven Brothers. I guess there's will there be an episode this week? I don't know. I guess you could show them at the escape room, and then that be the end of it because we didn't have a game. If we don't get one this week. You'll get one next week. I've been amused lately by, this is off topic, but just popped in my head. If you guys haven't seen the show Ted Lasso on Apple TV, it is amazing. Shout out to Kirk Overby for that recommendation. Basically, Jason Sudeikis plays a college football coach who got hired to coach a Premier League team over in Europe. And it is... uh, It's really a a fun show. It's it's a, a positive... It's kind of one of those shows like... It kind of has its sappy moments, but it's kind of what we need right now. So if you want to feel better about that, if you're just kind of down and just frustrated and aggravated with all of the hoopla going on and in politics and around the world uh, right now, it's really a nice little escape. So I highly recommend Ted Lasso on Apple TV. If you have uh, an Apple account, I think you can get a free trial. If not, I believe it's like four ninety nine a month. But there's ten episodes, about thirty minutes each. Uh, highly recommended if you're looking for something to binge watch on TV. Basketball news. Let's touch on this. So there was a new basketball assistant announced this week. Former Mississippi State head coach Richard Williams coached several places other than Mississippi State, but that's what he's known for. Kind of brought Mississippi State basketball back from the dead, took them all the way to the Final Four. He is a, They're titling him as a special assistant. 
heard this news first from uh, old Heath Hinton from Big Golden Nation, and then later that day, uh, there was an article that came out in Mississippi Today with Rick Cleveland kind of went into some detail with what you know what he was doing, and it doesn't seem like he's getting paid by the state. I really don't know the specifics about this position, if it's just a volunteer position or if he's getting paid in other ways. But he is a guy that's, you know, I think he starts today. So he'll be coming to practice, giving his feedback. Apparently has a relation with Coach Ladner from back in the day, even before Ladner got into coaching. So there's some tidbits on that in that article I mentioned. But, hey, we'll, we'll take all the help we can get. It really seems like things are moving. Well, they have been moving in a good direction for Southern Miss basketball, but it just keeps getting better. They still haven't announced a schedule yet, but this is a tweet from John Rothstein, a college basketball insider on Twitter. Sources, Conference USA has voted in favor of having its teams play two regular season games against the same opponent in the same location each week during the 2021 season. Games will be on Thursdays and Saturdays. So with the past few years, games have pretty much been on Thursdays and Saturdays. You know, you might see Southern Miss on the road at UTSA and at UTIP one weekend or, or vice versa. So this year it sounds like you're going to get one opponent for both games. So we might have Louisiana Tech here for two games, and then we might go the next weekend to UAB for Thursday and Saturday games. So, you know, definitely not ideal, but given the circumstances with the way things are going, it's probably for the best. And um, the basketball schedule hasn't come out yet. I heard from my ticket rep the other day, USM, they're basically right now they're taking deposits, and then once the schedule is released, they'll, they'll release the full pricing plan. Um, I would think that it won't be too much longer before we get that information. But, like I said, Southern Miss basketball coming around sooner rather than later. And I'm really looking forward to seeing this new team, seeing what we have out on the floor. You know, again, these guys, a lot, a lot of them haven't played together, so it's going to take some time to gel. But once they do, I think the future is really bright for this Golden Eagle basketball team, and I'm really looking forward to seeing what they're able to do. Also, Southern Miss Baseball had some scrimmages this past weekend. Aaron Fitt from D1 Basketball put a couple of tweets out there, and there's a lot of chatter about some of these new guys that are coming in and how they're starting to fit in. Um, I think this is going to be an exciting baseball season. You had a lot of guys. You didn't have Matt Guidry come back, obviously. Had a couple of guys leave, but you had a lot of guys that did come back uh, with that extra year of eligibility and, and with these new guys coming in. We should have some depth. I'm sure we'll go more into detail on baseball. I don't want to spoil anybody's um, scrimmage reports, but uh, there's a lot to look forward to with this baseball team. And we're only a couple of months away. What, three, three or four? I don't know. February? I don't know. That's too much math. We got a few months, then we'll get to see some baseball. <laughs> Should have some interesting opponents on the schedule. Looks like it's going to be a good time. In other Southern Miss related news this week, there was the, uh, the school announced, well, they, they unveiled a statue of Osceola McCarty near Shoemaker Square. It's a pretty cool little statue. It's kind of got her sitting there with a book, and then there's a chair next to her, so you can sit next to her, chat it up, you know. Put her mask on. I don't know. Go out there <laughs> and talk about uh, giving and and then uh, no. But it's a really I really think it's a really awesome statue. It's it's, it's cool. Kind of adds to the vibe there on campus. And and she's somebody that definitely deserves to be honored and remembered. And uh, so that's a really awesome thing. So look at now. Gosh, we're about twenty something minutes in 
I think I've covered just about everything. <laughs> so I'm going to leave that leave that with you guys. Uh, again, this weekend, Southern Miss taking on the UTEP Miners, 6.30 p.m. Central Time, for our listeners in the Central Time Zone, on ESPN2. Excited to be back on ESPN2. Two ESPN2 games this year thus far. Pretty remarkable. I'll take it. Uh you know, some of these other conferences, they, 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 with only playing against each other, I think they've kind of scheduled themselves out of some of these spots. So, hey, we'll take them. Anytime you can put the Golden Eagles on national TV, I can take it. I do think, you know, there's one more thing I wanted to talk about. So let's touch on this. You know, we mentioned the struggles of the team this year. We mentioned the uh, – we've mentioned, you know, the players that we've lost. We've mentioned the players that have been injured the players that have been out. But I'm looking at the rest of the schedule this year. So this is according to ESPN's FBI stats, which take it for what it is, grain of salt. It's definitely not the end-all, be-all. It's just based on their mathematic formula, how they predict wins and losses. So as of right now, they only have us winning two more games. They've got us with victories over UTEP and victories over North Alabama. I think the UTEP game, I think every one of these games is going to be, I, I think we got a shot to win every one of these games. Whether we do or not, that, that's up to us and them. Um, but it's going to be a tough schedule. It's going to be, given the current circumstances of where we're at, it's going to be tough. So, you know, I, I get the frustration, but be fair. Temper your expectations, man, because this is going to be a, it, it's really a challenge and, and shout out to these coaches and players for stepping it up and, and um, you know, trying to make it happen. But that was that North Texas game, great win, gave us some momentum. Hopefully, we can keep the party going this week against UTEP. Then the week after that, we've got Liberty. We're on the road at Liberty. That's a noon game. Uh, Hugh Freeze has done a pretty solid job. They're the the Liberty. Uh, what are they? That I want to say they're, they're not the Owls. What are Liberty? Liberty Flames. Oh boy, the Liberty Flames. Uh, 4-0 right now. They've got victories over Western Kentucky, FIU, uh, North Alabama, as well as ULM. Those first two games, you know, maybe a little close. Maybe their the final score is a little closer than they were at times, but they defeated Western Kentucky by six. They defeated FIU by two. So they are by no means in, uh, in, invincible. They've got Syracuse this weekend before they take us, uh, take us on the week after that. So... It's going to be interesting because that is a game that's going to have a lot of eyes around here on it. You know, you have uh, Hugh Freeze, the Southern Miss graduate. There's strong rumors that he's interested in this job. Whether or not he truly is remains to be seen. Uh, then you have Scotty Walden, the the energetic, upbeat uh, guy who's trying to turn this season around. So that'll be a battle the week after UTEP. After that, we've got Rice, who Rice should be better. Rice, by these measurements, by the FPI with ESPN, they are favored in every game the rest of the season. They've only got six games due to some games being canceled. But, you know, they're going to be a better Rice team than we've seen in the past. And we we saw they almost beat us last year. Then we get North Alabama, which we should roll, hopefully. And then uh, Western Kentucky, a team that kind of snuck up on us last year. Then UTSA, who you know, I've watched several of their games. They played uh, BYU tough this weekend. I mean, they lost, but it was a it was a it was a much tougher game than it seemed like it was going to be. And then we've got UAB. The final game 
at Legion Field for the Blazers and probably for the Golden Eagles as well. I don't know what they're doing with the Birmingham Bowl, if that's a possibility at any point down the road, but that's neither here nor there. So, you know, there's not there's one game that should be a, a, a certain win, and the rest of them, you know, they're going to be toss-ups. So we've got a lot of football left to play this year, so hang in there. Enjoy the Golden Eagles this Saturday night. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Thanks for listening to my rambling today. And as always, Southern Miss to the top.